Kelman on cliffcentral.com. I became such a fan of this guy uh, when I saw that epic segue, what do you mean, Justin Bieber video that he uh, choreographed and directed. David Moore, you know I'm a big fan of you, right? <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Uh, and I really wasn't surprised when Google picked up on that video as part of their 2015 uh, things that people searched for on the internet video uh, and kind of weaved it into their narrative of, you know, a really big year 2015 was. And I know that 2016 is going to be an even bigger year for you. I want to kind of zoom in on how you express your human experience and you take your power in the world and your seat in the world through movement. Yeah. Um, well, for me, it's, it's more just like storytelling. Like for me, I, I, I've always want to, I always want to create something that, that makes people feel something, whether, whether it's like a emotion or, or sad emotion or, or a lot of times for me, it's more important that I always, I always want people to feel happy. Like I want them to be able to go and watch something and, and take those two or three minutes out of their day and just like not have to think about work or think about the stress of their day and just kind of like feel some sort of happiness or, or something that they can have a, a little break from, from their day just by watching my video. So for me, it's, uh, it's, I always want to try to create something that, that tells a story or, or that creates some sort of emotion. Tell me about making something that's overarching theme is happiness, uh, but taking that very seriously. And, and that sometimes is as much as it's a fun process is a serious process and a process yeah. that can have stress in it and so on and so forth. There's an irony in that. There's an irony in me consuming your two, three minute piece of work and mm-hmm. the amount of effort and stress and pushing and, you know, stretching oneself that goes into that, that takes place on your side. Yeah. Um, Man, well, for me, it's like, uh, along with the video, the, the Segway video, we, we were, took me almost three weeks to choreograph and, and, you know, it took us like a whole four or five days to rehearse and, and, you know, 12 or 16 hours to shoot the actual video. So to come up with this little two minute piece or, or three minute piece, um, there's so much thought and so much work and so much, uh, resources that go behind it and, and, not even just like my brain power, but also like financially putting a lot of money into it. Mm. And so there's, there's just so, so many different aspects that, that go into me just trying to create something that's, that's seems so small that, you know, in hindsight, it seems so small and, and still seems small, but when it gets recognition like it, like the video did now, and especially like being a part of that Google video and, and just kind of like, being able to see and have something um, that's like the, a stamp in history, that's a, a proven mm-hmm. stamp in history now that Google put in a video. So um, for me, that that kind of payoff is really like the the best part about it. Um, like create the creation process is is always exciting, but when you can get recognized or, or you can get um, put on a certain page or, or shared by a certain group of people. That's always uh, of such a huge payoff and something that I, that I always am looking forward to. Yeah, what kind of relationship do you have with recognition? With recognition? Um, well, it's, you know, it's been, I've been in the industry, the dance industry now for almost 10 years, nine or 10 years. Mm-hmm. And um, it takes a while before you can, before you even like start to make a ripple, really. Like it, it, you really got to, 
put in the work and a lot of people that are like uh in the dance industry now and 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 really successful kind of are always like waiting to see like you have to be here for a certain amount of time before you have respect or before people take you seriously because Los Angeles is such like a in and out industry. Like people are here for a year, then they're gone. Some people are here for six months and they're gone. So a lot of times it takes two or three years to kind of gain some traction and, and gain some respect by, by the people in the industry that are already doing it. And then once you kind of, once you gain that respect, then it's like now you have, you know, thousands of dancers that have so many options and so many different videos that they can watch and so many different classes that they can take and, and choreographers that they can be fans of, um, that sometimes it's hard to stand out from the rest. And, and, uh, every, every choreographer is now like making YouTube videos and, and trying to make their stamp as far as like, uh, that, that digital front. So it's, it's, you got to really keep up with the times and, and kind mm -hmm. of, uh, watch how everything grows and be able to transition with that. Um, luckily in the last like two or three years, now that I feel like I've really kind of gotten a little bit of a stride, um, I've been able to get, get, gain a little more recognition and, and, um, uh, got actually got nominated this year for a couple of awards for the world of dance with, uh, awards, which is kind of like our, our big industry, our main like industry awards. It's like our Oscar night basically. So cool. Um, so yeah, so it's been a nice little payoff here the, the last couple of years to to kind of like reap a little bit of what I've been sowing for eight years, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing is that it must be a really interesting feeling, the feeling of achieving what you wanted. And then I guess you've got to set new goalposts, which can also be a little bit intimidating because when you start getting the nominations for, you know, the World of Dance Awards and so on and so forth, the childhood dreams start coming true. And so you've got to create new adult dreams. And how's that working out? Yeah, that um, that is really well said, actually. So it's kind of like, oh, man, it's tough. It's like, of course, you set goals. And then when you reach goals, new goals. And in our industry, I think what's cool about our industry is is um, kind of, it's almost like the gift and the curse. So as As new dancers come in and new choreographers come in, they always have some sort of different and, and fresh take on, on movement and on how they interpret mu music. And so in a sense, it's like, wow, like every couple of months or I, I, even every week, there's like new people in LA and new choreographers in LA. Um, so it's, that, that's a little intimidating, but at the same time, it's also like such a, such a, a well of inspiration. Um, so if you kind of look at it, not in a negative light, like, oh man, there's all these new kids. Like a lot of people to, a lot of people I hear talking are like, there's, there's new like 10 year olds every day that are like <laughs> killing and killing dance and killing choreography. Like how are you, how are we supposed to ever stay relevant? But on the other end of that, if you watch these kids and, and kind of take it in as, as inspiration and see like how their mind works and how they're, how they're interpreting music and how they're interpreting movement and, and kind of use that and, and mix that with what, what I do personally and kind of like stay true to myself, but still be inspired by them. Um, I think that's a kind of a better way to look at it, you know? <laughs> how, how important is it to find a flavor as a, as a choreographer and as a director? And, and what does that journey look like? Are there any guidelines for 
having that be a smooth journey or does it need to be a difficult journey in order for it to be a great sort of flavor that you, you bring to yeah. a table on a project? Yeah. You know, that's, that's something I think I've, I've tried to analyze for, for so long now. And it's a, it's a question that I ask my students a lot. Um, would they rather have brand new choreography every single week or, or would it, all my videos, like every time you see a video, would you, yeah. would you rather see brand new moves, new moves you've never seen before? Or would you, a lot of choreographers have like a vocabulary of movement. So then if I don't, if I'm just watching TV and I see a music video and I see like a certain couple of steps, then all of a sudden, Oh, I know that's Marty Kadelka's choreography or I know that's David Moore's choreography mm. because of this vocabulary. But if you kind of create that vocabulary of movement, you're, re- you're recycling movement a lot. So it's kind of like a, a catch 22 where you, you can kind of have your own movement and your own, and your own work and your own voice of choreography and, and kind of keep recycling movement. But then on the other hand, you're not really making up new stuff every single time and you're not really coming with something fresh every single time. But if you do come with something new every time, then people don't really, you know, you don't really, you you run the risk of not creating your own style per se, because you're not like, you don't have the same moves in every routine. So it's something that I've continued to analyze. and, And I think I have a couple of like signature moves that I try to, I try to put in my pieces and in my videos a lot just here and there. But for the most part, for me, I, I kind of have to create new stuff every time. And, and I never really want to go back to the same moves and, and kind of like have this vocabulary, which a lot of choreographers do. So um, I think it's kind of like a mixed bag there for sure. Um, but for me, I have like probably three or four signature moves that are like my moves. I know that and when people are kind of joking around about, David Moore moves, they'll, they'll do these moves and, and point out those moves. Um, so they're very, they're very well known. But for the most part, I think me, it's more of an interpretation of whatever the song is saying at that time. And, and I kind of really love to bring something brand new to the table as far as movement every time I do something. Speaking of, of vocabulary, and that is a word, what mm-hmm. is the, the word that best describes you right now in 2016? Um, and just because I ask it doesn't mean I'd be able to answer it, bro. So don't stress if it takes a second to think. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I would say my mindset and, and just like uh, a view of me right now, I would say futuristic. Ah, oh, dude, only, I dig that. <laughs> only because uh, of the something that I'm working on now, like the stuff that we were able to open, the, the doors that have been able to uh, open since the video came out have all been like, very technology driven. We did a NBA opening night, um, for TNT here, uh, when the NBA season opened and we were on a big basketball court that was not a basketball court. It was an LED screen. And so it was the size, it was like the size of half a basketball court and we were able to dance on it and, and do the segue dance choreography on it and created a brand new piece. And I was able to work with the video guys that, that were, uh, that we're creating content for the floor and we kind of like did interaction um, with my movement, with what was on the floor at certain times of the song. And um, the couple of car shows that we've done in China, they've wanted to mix um, like their technology into it. And so we had like some drones that we were flying around and we were 
we were kind of matching up our choreography with how these drones were flying. And I just feel like people saw that I mixed, mixed choreography and dance with the boards. And now a lot of like tech industry companies and, mm. and techie heads are like, Ooh, how can we mix dance boards and what, what, what I do? So like, it's just been a, a nice, like a uh, re- refreshing time where I'm learning a lot about new technologies and, and there's a, I don't know if you've seen now, um, 360 videos are like huge. Yeah, now. you're shooting uh-huh. one soon, aren't you? Yeah. So, um, we, we partnered up with Capitol Records, um, here in Los Angeles. I mean, that's, uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're pretty big, right, David? I mean, it's just yeah. Capitol Records. Capitol Records. Yeah. When I went there for the meeting, I was like, getting emotional a little bit because it's like the all and all the movies that you see the capitol records building and stuff and and now I'm, I'm, I'm having a meeting on the top floor and it's like with the with the vice president of capitol records and a guy from samsung who uh who is now doing the technology and samsung has a a headset that you can buy uh at the store now that you put your phone in you put the headset reality, on yeah. your head and you put the phone in and now you have like 3D virtual reality, 360, you know, technology that you can stand in the middle of your living room and, and be teleported basically to space or hmm. to India or to, you know, anywhere that the, the video content is. So, um, this is supposed to be the first actual music video that, so cool. uh, that will be, that will basically like immerse the viewer inside the music video. And so we're doing, a lot of on foot choreography and a lot of Segway choreography and it's kind of, it's set in this really big, uh, airport graveyard. So it has all these like gutted out airplanes that are sitting around everywhere and, and just the, the treatment for the videos and that's and something that's going to be released by Samsung that kind of pushes their, that headset of theirs so that they're trying cool. to sell right now. Yeah. In the context of everything in your life being so positive, in the context of living this word futuristic every day, talk to me about the role and the importance of the people that you surround yourself with. Of course. Um, so I always have, you know, the, my core group of, of dancers and, and students that, that train for me and that, that do a lot of my pieces and a lot of my videos. Um, but, but now, like I was saying, I've actually been introduced to a few, few extra people that are not necessarily in the dance world, but more on the technology side. And, um, a guy that, uh, one of the guys that I was introduced to is, um, his name's Hank and he does a lot of like video content and, um, motion graphic mapping. Um, so something that we're working on together is, uh, this 3d mapping where, um, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it's just a, a projection on a wall, but, uh, comes to life and it comes to life. Yeah. And it's all very like 3d and, and feels like, feels like there's a lot of dimensions to the wall, but it's actually just a, you know, just a stationary wall. And so we're, we're kind of working together to try to maybe create something for YouTube or of course a live show that does some of this 3d image mapping and, and mixes our, choreography along with it and, and mixes the boards along with it. We just did a show in Vegas at Aria Hotel and he did all the uh, background content for it. And so we had a bunch of like 3D uh, Segway boards flying around and like drones coming through and and all these like waves and, and, and water flying and stuff. And so it's been really cool to try to work with him, work hand in hand with him. And when I know in my mind what, what the choreography is doing at this point of the song and I can try to relay that to him and then he can interpret it to what he thinks should be 
you know, 3D mapped on the wall for that time. So it's been really cool collaborating with people like that on a different level that, that goes farther than dance, you know? Dude, I, I feel like you're unlocking 2016. I feel like you're poised to have the biggest year, which is why I'm so glad that we have you on this list. Um, I've got uh, two questions here from someone else on this list uh, out of London, Andy Jordan, uh, who's a musician and, and known for his work on a big uh, reality show over in the UK. His first question for you, David, is uh, do you think you can use the term millennial to describe a career path? Hmm, that's a great question. Um yeah, I think, I think the mindset of a, of a millennial for sure, like, kind of creates its own, its own career path. And, and a lot of times, like, I can kind of put in, in a word of, like, when I was first moving out to Los Angeles and, and my dad and my mom and dad were both kind of like, my dad's very, you gotta go to school, you gotta go to college, then you gotta get a job, then you gotta work your way up the corporate ladder. And, and that was just like, his only view on, on how you could have a career and how you could succeed because that was all that was around when he was growing up and, and still all that was around. So I think it's, it's more of a mindset of millennials of, of not necessarily making millennial your career, but, but mm. being able to have a mindset that you can make your own career for yourself. And, and a lot of things, especially YouTube and a lot of outlets that are out now where, you can not have a necessarily a nine to five and you can make your own schedule and, and you can have a YouTube channel that, you know, has a, has a really a nice gross income yearly and, and monetize your videos and, and kind of create your own path and your own pattern through the world mm -hmm. and not necessarily have to have a boss, <clears throat> a boss or like a, a corporation behind you. And, and a lot of millennials are creating their own corporation, you know, it within, three or four years and it's just like such a fast come up and then all of a sudden now all these all these advertisements and different companies want to be on your channel or, or be on whatever you're doing and you, you've since you've created your own path now they want to you know kind of mix paths and, and work with you on that so i think for sure it can it can be a career so dope oh isn't it great to be alive in this uh, period of time <laughs> Uh, final question from Andy here, and it is a uh, very non-directed. I don't know how you're going to take it, but let's see. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. The question is, okay. would you have it any other way? <laughs> um, no, not at all. I think, um, I think for me in my life, if, uh, if this kind of stuff would have happened sooner, I don't think, uh, I don't think my brain would have been ready for it. And I, don't <laughs> my, I don't think my, my level of creativity would have been ready for it. I just yeah. think I'm at a place now that I'm a lot more mature in, in what I'm doing and, and what I want to do and what I want to create for the world and, and how I want the world to perceive like what I'm doing. So, um, I just feel like if this would happen five years ago, it just, I don't know, it just wouldn't have been the same. And, and I also don't think people were ready for it. I, I, I still don't think people are necessarily, all people are ready for the Segway stuff. I mean, when we mm -hmm. travel with it, it's still like a, a such a huge thing that they, it's either annoying. They can't wrap their brain around it. They got to ask like 20 questions. And so it's still like something that's, that's coming along and, and has a little bit of a learning curve. But for me, I think it's the perfect time. And it was a time in my life that I had already been doing choreography for eight or nine years and, and was a little burnt out on it and kind of like was in need of something something new and something like very refreshing and 
had no idea that it would come in the form of an electronic Just, skateboard, basically. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love this idea of finding inspiration on a Segway. I think your narrative yeah. is just so wildly, dopely, futuristically poetic. Um, yeah. And I'm so glad that you're on this list. I'm going to let you end this, dude. I'm going to let you choreograph the last uh, 30 seconds of this and say whatever it is that's on your mind, whatever it is you think people should learn from you, whatever y- your heart tells you to say right now in this space and time. Um. For me, I would, I would say just, it's kind of like a mindset of 2016, just embrace technology and, and not necessarily just me trying to mix choreography with what, what is coming out, but just anything that anybody is doing in their life or in their career, just embrace technology. Don't let it be something that is confusing and, oh no, I'm just going to stick with what I had last year. Really try to find what, what is the next thing? Like there's geniuses making, technology that's making our life easier every single day so why not try to mix that technology with what you're passionate about especially if you're an artist if you're a musician if you're a dancer or a choreographer to try to mix if you're a director or a videographer if you're mixing the technology that these people are are coming up with with what you're passionate about Mm. i think that's really where magic can come from power david moore thank you so much thank you so much (laughs) Kelman on cliffcentral.com.